I've come to the conclusion that success is happiness as much as you can touch happiness, self-fulfillment. It's not like, for example, having a company that thrives because this is out of my control. Hello to welcome to the Vegan Wellness Podcast, Rim Selmy. She is founder of Myro, a company that offers plant-based chocolates and baking goodies that contain less than a teaspoon of sugar for the whole bar and or bag. Her goal has always been to provide vegan, low sugar alternatives to people who want a healthier lifestyle without sacrificing taste and quality. Her company also gives back to the community by allotting 10% of the revenue to those in need. Her vegan journey started when she felt that her previous diet had negative effects on her mental state. This journey has healed her and changed everything for the better. So welcome, Rim. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being here. Can you start by telling us about how your previous diet had negative effects on your mental state and then share how your vegan journey started? Yeah, sure. So I basically, I, I used to live a very hectic life. So I had a busy job where I was doing very long hours and, um, and to have like this energy boost, I used to eat like a lot of sugar, consume a lot of sugar, processed food that is very quick and easy to prepare like eggs, cheese, and you know, that gives like a bit of taste without doing any, um, any effort. And what, what happened was I, I quitted my job and, and I was, I was a total mess. My body wasn't aligned with my mind. Um, I, I felt really exhausted all the time. Uh, my sleep wasn't great. Like I could sleep even nine hours. I would still feel exhausted in the morning. So, um, this is where I started to hear about like dairy free, like a dairy free challenge. And a lot of people said that they saw like an improvement. So I started my dairy free challenge. Um, it lasted 14 days and, and I found it like easier than I thought. I, as you can hear from, from my accent, I was, I was raised in France. So cheese was very like part of the culture. And, but actually I didn't miss it. I, I, I really just had I don't know I, I discovered almond milk I discovered a few other like soy milk and a few other alternative milks that taste super good and that really helped me with this transition so after two weeks I saw like great results and I thought okay what about pushing it to like a plant-based or vegan lifestyle for like two weeks again it doesn't harm so I did it and this is where I saw the, the best results. All the issues that I had with my sleep, my productivity, even sometimes my mood. I know it seems crazy, but it really helps with uh, mood, mental health, everything, like appreciation of yourself almost. I know, I know that it's totally crazy, but it's helped me through all of that. So yeah, so that's really how I, I started. It was just like a challenge. Um, and a baby step first dairy free and then like fully plant based for two weeks and yeah and and I just I just loved it and you stuck with it ever since yes yes amazing amazing I like how you just made the the slow transition like baby steps in two weeks cut out dairy 
two weeks, uh, go plant-based and then just see how you feel, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's such like a creative cuisine, right? Like the plant-based one, it, it's so creative. It can be really, really flavorsome. And the thing is when you're used to eat a non-plant-based diet, you no longer taste anything because oh. the, the animal products like have a, such a strong taste, you realize it afterwards that when you switch to a plant-based lifestyle over time you realize that your taste buds taste other kind of flavors taste even more so so for me like it was a win 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 <laughs> so i just love it yeah i totally relate to what you said there because at first everything seems quite kind of bland when you're eating all these new plant foods but then eventually you realize no actually it's just my taste buds have been so used to maybe high sodium foods, high sugary foods, yeah. that they've forgotten what these subtle flavors and plants taste like. Yeah, and you learn to cook it too, to cook the veggies too. You learn to use spices, you learn to use different type of oils, you learn to, to replace eggs. So it's just like so creative and you, yeah, you taste more things, I think. So what inspired you to start making plant-based chocolates and baking goodies? What happened was I, I used to live in London and, um, and I started my business there. So we were doing like some vegan Magnum style of ice cream there. So it might be that some, some of your audience already tried uh, Miro and it was very present in the UK. We had like a great business there. But then for family reasons, I had to move to the U.S., and, and right after COVID hit it. So I couldn't uh, travel back and forth anymore. I just like developed gestational diabetes during, during my, my pregnancy because I have a sweet tooth and I had so much like sugar, sugar cravings. So this is where I started to buy in the US a lot of like chocolate, like low sugar chocolate. Um, and I tried to see, and, and I really found a gap on the market because I found that there wasn't like a really good vegan milk chocolate or a vegan white chocolate that was also like low sugar. I wanted to have to create a product that had the holistic approach that I, I was learning like throughout my experience with food. So initially it was, was uh, the low sugar one. So an, an even healthier diet, like because sugar is responsible of so many bad things. And I didn't really realize it before that. So I wanted to create a product that was someone that is vegan or someone that is um, have a low sugar uh, lifestyle or even a keto lifestyle could uh, eat without even noticing that it's not normal milk, for example, used in our milk chocolate bars. So, um, so this was the idea. That's how I uh, creating these, um, these products. Oh, I love that. I, lo I love all your, the, all your products are low in sugar as well, which many people, like you mentioned, including vegans, are addicted to sugar. Yeah. Uh, can you maybe share with us some of the ingredients that you use to enhance the taste? Yeah, sure. So basically, the, our secret weapon is really like nut milk and we use nut butter as well. And the reason why we do that is really because it just go back to the holistic approach we want to have. Like I've always been the kind of person who can't stop at just one square of chocolate. I can't say no. So I've always like 
you know, you give me a chocolate bar, I will destroy it <laughs> like straight away. <laughs> I won't leave a piece. And, and, and that's the thing. I wanted a product that had no empty calories that really, and you feel good about it, where you don't need to eat like a full bar to, to have this indulgent experience. And to be able to do that, yes, we used like a lot of like nut milk and nut butter. We also use, of course, cocoa butter, cocoa mass. And then we replace sugar with a blend of stevia, a bit of like erythritol. Um, and we also use prebiotic for fibers because uh, most people lack fiber in their diet. So mostly they're just natural ingredients that go into your products. Yes, yes, exactly. I think it's um, very often chocolate is perceived as something that is unhealthy, is exceptional, is a treat. The idea is to just like give it like revamping like chocolate and giving chocolate a new image of something that could be eaten on a daily basis as a snack. Yeah, that's great. That, that really is great. So people don't feel as guilty when they eat chocolate if it's a bit lower in sugar. That's right. So you're a CEO, Rim, and as a CEO, I'm kind of interested to know about your wellness routine. We're all about vegan wellness here. So do you have any, <laughs> do you have stuff that you do to help you stay productive through the day? Like, do you have a specific morning or evening routine? Yes. Yes, I do. I learned to, to have one because I didn't have any. So I used to work like wake up and have a quick coffee and work and and then this really really harmed me so I had to create a routine for myself and so I, I have a three-year-old daughter so initially I, I mean in the morning I prepare her I stay with her and before she goes to school we uh, we play a bit together um, and and then I, I need in the morning to have a uh, like a moment for me so it can be like reading for 15 minutes a book it can be like uh, walking outside it can be or it can just be like having my coffee in a peaceful in a peaceful way without worrying about emails and everything and then I try to to take three three meals a day to not skip a meal and that's really important and to make sure that fruits and veg are really in every single meals because nowadays I've pushed my body so much that if I don't eat fruits and veg I can feel it I can feel myself being more exhausted being like I'm very in tune now with my body because of the way I treated my body over time which wasn't great even if I followed a plant-based diet I used to not eat skip lunches and just like full the whole pressure and stress so so that's the second thing um, and then after when my daughter comes back from uh, from 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 daycare I I take time and we do something together so either we walk outside or um, she takes her scooter and and I, I run behind her but it's it's a workout it's effective and and yeah so it's really like uh, taking a bit of time for me in the morning in the evening also and making sure that I eat three meals a day, uh, trying some peaceful moment, like almost like luxury moment during the day. Okay, so sl- starting the day a little bit slow, and then running exactly. after you, running after your three year old and getting in plenty of fruit <laughs> and veg. Exactly, that's really that's what it is, and 
there there is no miracle there is no not anyone i don't have a coach that come in my home to 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 train i don't honestly i try to work out and everything but my priority is really my daughter um so if i put and she's at such a young age where she needs me so if i put an hour in my calendar that is already really hectic it will be an hour less with my daughter and i don't want to compromise that so instead i do this kind of workout in running after her when she does like when she takes her scooter or uh, her bike and don't want to push something too much like i don't want to push like the workout thing too much and be like feeling guilty of not working having a proper workout because guilt has never worked with me but it's more like trying to have those little moments where i just move my body in the evening so um yeah like running after her or walking or yeah okay well amazing i was just interested there in your journey i'd like to talk to you more about business if that's okay what would you say to anyone looking to turn their passion for veganism into a sustainable business with the current context like economy you really need to find something that isn't just a copy of a product um so for example if you find like a brand that you love and you're like oh what about i create my own version it needs to be a bit more than a version you really need to add a lot of value like have an ingredient list for example that is totally different and to really bring like almost some features to the product that doesn't exist so there is a, like because in the past you could do just do like a kind of what we call a me too product which means a product where you're like okay there there are enough the, the, the cake is big enough for everyone let's just take a slice of the cake but um it's no longer possible because advertising on the internet has become so expensive since covid and uh it's very difficult to get listed in stores and everything So my my advice is not to just almost copy a product but to really come with something that is truly yours with your personality a branding that really reflects your personality your who you are and because this is what what will make your product so unique because otherwise you'll get in front of buyers and they will be like yeah but I've already have these I already have these brand listed so why should I either delist this brand or move another brand on shelves to put yours and and you need to to be able to to have a very strong case to be able to to explain that to to a buyer so like very uh, strong features and not not just a me too product with a packaging that has no personality and a person per, what i mean by personality i just mean that so for me for example what mirror means it comes from latin and and it means to wonder and it's the idea to be present when you eat because then you get to another place and so this is like when i explain this story people are always like oh my god it resonates so much with me so there is a story and that's what what i encourage you to do to really think before moving to branding with colors and everything to think of a story that really makes sense to you that you went through or or a motto or a state of mind you are in that could really where that could really help you create something unique yeah that, that's my advice sorry for the very long explanation yeah look for a, a gap in the market like you did rim where you almost went through this struggle in your third trimester i think it was you said 
and had these cravings and now you have this product that is very unique and I, I love the the meaning as well behind the brand to wander and be present as you eat because often we are very present hardly any of the time especially eating yeah. I remember speaking to someone who was an expert in mindful eating and she said how many times do you put down your spoon or your fork when you eat I thought about it and I said I don't I just <laughs> I just eat and then she made me realize about mindful eating and being present so that's really great that you've managed to turn everything that you've gone through into this amazing business that actually serves people and there's a there's a need for it so that's basically what you're saying Yes, and also um, the other part is I think if you can't manage to find a product that is different, you can choose like a product that you love, but try to be very different. Try to add something. It can be the taste. It can be, I don't know, something that they are not. For example, it could be, let's assume this product is vegan, for example, then you could make it keto-friendly or you could really add a feature to the product but instead just go after a different audience. So I am quite interested to know how you personally define success, Rim. I think to me, success is, I've come to the conclusion that success is happiness as much as you can touch happiness, self-fulfillment. It's not like, for example, having a company that thrives because this is out of my control. We always say, yeah, this CEO is amazing. Look at this company and everything. But very often it doesn't come down to the CEO itself, but more like what is thrown at the CEO. So like all the very, very different uh, challenges you have to go through and, and that are completely out of your control. You can just find solutions, but you're not the one that created those challenges at the first place. So I think that you can be someone totally brilliant and fail a specific company and then try again with a new one and be absolutely successful and blow it up. So I, I think that it's just, that's why success shouldn't be something that is external to you, but it should be within yourself um, because you can only control something that is within yourself and, and within yourself is just being the best version of yourself, just being present, just enjoying moments, just like helping others because this is where you achieve the full circle of happiness. Yeah, that's, that's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Success is, is a feeling. It's, it's wellness. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't, we shouldn't define success by something that we're, that is out of our control. It's just, it doesn't make any sense because then totally. why do you say I am successful? Well, you are not successful. The environment made you successful. So it doesn't make really any sense. You, you see what I mean? You, should, you can just send it back to yourself. It has to be related to success. You, if you want to say, I am successful, then it has to come from within. An external success, a lot of the time, is because of what others have given us, what others have taught us. And the opportunities that we've had, like you said, within the environment that we're in. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just that 
you know, sometimes life prepares you for some events that will occur like 10 years later and you have this education uh, from the various challenges you went through, but sometimes you're not prepared. And at the age of, say, 45, you are dealing with it, but you've had no preparation for this specific challenge. And it's just thrown at you. So what, what do you do, right? It's not guarantee you you'll make it a success. And so that's why it shouldn't, it shouldn't come from something external, I think. Made me think of a, a quote there. In every success, there is the seed of failure. And in every failure is the seed for success. I just love it. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> cool. It's just really nice. Yeah. <laughs> so Rim, it's been so great speaking with you. I like to end these discussions with a fun little series of questions we call the fast five okay so if you just say the first thing that comes to mind are you ready okay okay let's go this is your fast five what is your favorite animal cat the person that has inspired you most in life is my dad if you can only eat one type of food or meal for the rest of your life what would it be smoothies <laughs> it's oh, nutritious and delicious <laughs> and chocolate of course but smoothies <laughs> i think it's more nutritious chocolate smoothies <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that's a good <laughs> your favorite vegan film or documentary i can't answer that one i can't answer that one because i i didn't watch that many documentaries like about it's not what's triggered the the, the desire to follow a vegan diet for me okay favorite film then Gladiator, Gladiator, Gladiator. Sorry for my... Gladiator, Russell Crowe, brilliant film. Uh, Can you leave us with your favourite quote or it can be a mantra or affirmation? To enjoy the journey, to learn to enjoy the journey rather than just to look for... It's more an idea, but to to try to enjoy the journey rather than the the destination, to look for the destination. Oh, You see what I mean? Yeah, of course. I love that. You might have just created your own quote there. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing your light with us, Rim. Thank you so much for having me. I really had a lot of fun. Where can people find you if they want to connect or purchase any of your goodies? Sure. So we sell through our website, which is Miro, uh, and it's M-I-I-R-O.co. Yeah, and we we just sell through through our website. Awesome. Are you on social media or? Yes. So we love TikTok. So we are on TikTok and it's uh, Miro, so M-I-I-R-O and then underscore and plan based. And we are also on Instagram and it's the same. So Miro underscore plan based. Okay, so be sure to check out Miro. I'm definitely going to try some of your chocolate, the white chocolate. Let me know what you think. (laughs) Yeah, I will. Thank you so much, Rim. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye.